0: Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited for this week's episode and this week's guest. Today I have my amazing friend on. Her name's Bonnie Lawrence. Hey!
1: Yeah, <laughs> glad to
0: be here. I know I'm so excited for it. And I guess I always talk about like how me and whoever is on the podcast like met. Um, me and Bonnie like randomly met because I'm gonna tell the story because I think it's so funny (laughs) basically my dad worked with her brother-in-law and her brother-in-law would always be like hey I have this really cool sister-in-law to my dad and be like she's your daughter's age like y'all should like they should like really hang out and meet up and every time that we like my dad would try to plan for us to meet up like it would never happen either I would have something at school and like Bonnie would be up for it and I'm like sorry I'm sick or sorry I have a test and so I felt so bad but I think it was so cool because at the end of the summer, um, I got I reached out to her because I got her number right. Yeah, yeah I got your number. You did. and we like met for coffee and like we bonded like we knew so each fun. other. It was so it was fun. Really good. It was like I was talking to someone that I've known forever, and I literally met her for the first <laughs> time. So that was really cool. And um, she last it was last year, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, had the experience to go um, travel with YOM. Wham? And where did you go exactly?
1: Um, so I had it's two parts. Okay, school was in on the big island of Hawaii Wow. and then I went to Turkey and Israel
0: that's amazing so yeah so I was like Bonnie you need to come on here you need to talk about everything about your story because I don't know if y'all know what YWAM is um, she'll explain more what it is um, basically like it's life-changing and it's such a cool way can't go in okay i'm sorry for that uh, <laughs> brief intermission oh my gosh um basically we're recording um below my apartment complex and i thought we were sitting in this nice quiet area and um this pipe is next to us and it sounds, <laughs> it's like someone's like peeing <laughs> So loud. It was so loud So if that happens again, like I swear we're not in the bathroom. But at the same time, I love having a podcast that's real and mm. like what's more real than hearing the pipe sound like someone's peeing in the background. So you know, we're gonna keep talking. Um, yes, we should. But yeah, so basically, um, I just want to know your experiences about Wyoming and everything okay. that you've you've learned, basically. Um, and like I was saying before, like YWAM is just this amazing experience that Bonnie got to go through and yeah. it's life changing and it's so cool. Like it just everything you do is so, so cool. Um so yeah, so tell us one, where you grew up, where you're from. Okay. How I many how what what your family is like. <laughs> Two, tell us how you wanted to go to YWAM and then, you know, just, just
1: continue Pick on the story. Let's mm-hmm. just hear
0: it. I just want to hear the whole story. It's so
1: fine. Um so Wait. Yeah, <laughs> I what you said. me. Uh, yeah. I'm Bonnie. I grew up in Clemson. Um, I actually don't go to Clemson, but I um, am the youngest of five siblings. Wow. And my I wanted to. I've known about YWAM for like ever. The reason my faith changed, like the reason I'm a Christian, is because my oldest sister did YWAM, and she would FaceTime home and um just tell us all about the stories and it. Really changed my life. And mm. it, I created a relationship. I started my relationship with Jesus after that. And so since I was like 10, I've always wanted to do YWAM. Which is youth with a mission. Mm. And it's a huge worldwide organization. That's what it stands for. I never knew that. Yeah. <laughs> youth with a mission. That's but cool. It, YWAM sounds better. Yeah, it does. So, it's cooler. Um, so they have bases everywhere. Almost. I'm actually not sure. A lot of countries. And... I decided I took I was taking I was doing dual enrollment and so I was had some classes in college and it was my senior year and um, I realized I was like oh what the heck I need to take a gap year and the only time I can do it with scholarships and all that is right now Hmm. and so I finished my senior year and I was like well (laughs) leaving and so I could Based on leadership that my siblings know, because they were, my sister went and then she met her husband and he grew up like my brother. And this they is the yeah, one that on my dad <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> yep. That's so cool. Dude. They met at Y-Man. Yeah. That's so sweet. Yeah. they had a, Their story's crazy. It's a lot. Oh. But um, I realized, I was like, oh, I should figure out where I'm going probably really fast. So I asked Sarah and Taylor, or that's them. And he said, there are two bases that I would recommend. One is in Germany, and the other is in Kona, which is like the big main base. It's mm-hmm. the most basic one. And so I ended up going to Kona because it's Hawaii. I'm kidding. That's not <laughs> why I went. But it was such a blessing that it was. Oh, I, so I was like so Hawaii. thankful. He was like, because I love Germany, but I'm such a beach girl. And mm-hmm. so Me too. Um, I went almost a little over a year ago today. I went oh. on September 28th. And I got there the 29th, and um, oh my gosh, this is so dramatic. It's when my world changed. It's when the <laughs> really set me free. Um, I actually just gave a speech on this in my Perfect. Um, speech class, but it was wow. like an introductory speech. You <laughs> I was like, used
0: it in, spe- in this public speaking class. Yeah, yeah. I was like, they at have to listen.
1: Thing. Or I try to. Yeah, same thing. They all got to consent. I was like, they have to listen to me, so might as well share the gospel. Wow. <laughs> so You I, were amazing. <laughs> Thanks. It's not even me.
0: No, it's not. But, it's all the Lord. But hey, that's really cool.
1: Um, I, yeah. So I like kind of started it, and it is the first time I've actually really told my story. And so I kind of have a little bit of a basis to go off. But basically, I started with started it with was before I left. I was like kind of dead in my sin. I was like mm-hmm. stuck in the water, is what I said. Yeah. And I didn't realize how not living in fullness and wholeness I was until I left. And so I was um, like depressed and fully super sad, anxious. I didn't realize how little of a like hope I had and just straight up joy. And um, so I went, I was, I had a lot lot of stuff in my like past or childhood or whatever, just like regular life stuff that I never dealt with. So I went and the Lord really like smacked me day one. (laughs) Um, which is kind of what they do. They—I don't know if you know Andy Bird. No. Ugh, you should listen to him. Do you know the Send? No. He's the guy. He's one of the main speakers, and I didn't really know him before I started. Like, just dis- once I decided to go to Wildham, mm-hmm. I was listening to all their stuff, and it was always Andy Bird, and he is so great. And so the first week, like, literally the first day of class, he was talking about the extravagant love of Christ, mm. and then the second day of class was about like, God loves you so crazy, so crazy much, especially as a father, mm-hmm. and he prayed this specific prayer, I don't even remember what it was, like, that you would encounter everyone with the love that they've been lacking, and I got freaking <laughs> hit in the face, I was in the back <laughs> of class, so we had, we didn't have, like, A.C.E. or anything, or real rooms um, on campus in Kona, we were, I mean, they have some, but that's for, like, the long-term And staff and so our class was in a tent outside in Kona and it was super hot it was so hot I sweat so much but everyone smelled so bad (laughs) but we had this class and he prayed and um the Lord hit me with like the love of the Father and in a way I've never felt and um a lot of what YWAM was like it's lecture phase. So the first... Mu- okay, so it's... I haven't even explained it. Y- or YWAM has schools. And the one I went to was called Fire and Fragrance in Kona. And it's three months of lecture phase. Mm-hmm. And it's being trained and equipped on how to preach the gospel. Okay. And go to the nations. Okay. And how to preach to specific groups of okay. the places that you're going to. Wow. And then you have three months of doing it. Wow. And so there was, there was a lot. There's like 350 people in my school. And so there's multiple teams that went to like Nepal. There are two Mm -hmm. Turkey teams. There was Colombia, Brazil, uh, Paraguay, so many places. But yeah, so that was three months in Hawaii. And we had, it's lecture phase, so we had a lot of lectures. And, um, (laughs) And so like each week we had a different speaker and there were some crazy people like any bird and one of the first weeks was like to get you started for this process what you need to know is that the Lord loves you and he is extravagant Mm -hmm. and like kind of just preached the simple gospel at us and he's like the Lord will give you revelation of what this means because really it is what leads you up to the three months in the nations is actually experiencing it yeah and so I had a little course of getting set free from my own fears and my own insecurities and a lot of wrong viewpoints that I had of the Lord that I didn't know was wrong. And then mm-hmm. we went through a lot of, like, deliverance and breaking strongholds and, like, seeing where the enemy has a hand in your life mm-hmm. and repeating that joint and um, good. replacing it. So, I learned a lot. And I got set free a lot. That's amazing. It was so fun. Wow. It really was. I am... Um, I got like one of the sec I think it was the second week. It was I can't remember. It's like Freedom Week or something. And it was kind of like the nitty gritty of it. He was like, Hey, this is gonna be hard to hear, but you all have sin and like you're you're human and you have sin and um, there's strongholds that you have where the enemy's influence is super prevalent prevalent in your life and you're partnering with it and we need to mm. knock that out to prepare you for the growth that you're gonna have to prepare you for outreach. Mm -hmm. And so I remember we all sit up on our chairs (laughs) and like, it's part of, we had a handbook and it was going through this handbook and it was um, not super specific um, in the handbook, but in class we went through all these different things like fear, uh, just basic sins, And we got up on our chairs and we rebuked it and we all screamed at the top of our (laughs) lungs and it was so fun. And um, Fire and Fragrance, the one I did, is, is based on, they say, culture of celebration. And they're like, it's not fake hype. I mean, some people fake it and hype it. But, like, we try and strive for real, authentic celebration mm. because the Lord is deserving of it. Mm. So if you want to get up on your chair and scream mm. and say, thank you, God, you can do it. Mm. And this is a space for that. And so that's kind of what we did. And I got up on my chair and I broke off a lot of... A lot of stuff. I honestly don't remember it super specifically. It was just the most basic stuff. But that's kind of the first week, and that was the first point where I started this whole I don't know, journey of freedom. Mm-hmm. This being set free from a lot of stuff in the whole of Lywam. Wow. So then after that, um,
0: you ended up going.
1: Yeah. yeah. So it was, yeah, I mean, we had... That. You don't like the whole of our yeah. Range. I want
0: the whole story. I want everything.
1: Yeah. So um, well, actually, there was so much. I talked about being set free from, like, I like I said, I was depressed. I was um, super anxious. I was super just sad mm-hmm. and um, didn't have any joy. And the Lord through a lot of stuff just brought complete freedom and what I realized it was like oh it's actually encounter like I get what people mean when they're when they say it's relationship not religion which yeah. is so cliche and I don't like it's I can't true, say yeah. it with a straight face but I know that it's like oh my gosh that's what it is I had encounter with the Lord like I never have it was weird to be on a campus where literally there's a couple thousand people on campus maybe like 2000 wow. In all the schools and all the staff and all of that and almost every single person you could go to would be like in your corner, fighting for you. They, mm-hmm. they would pray for you. All the stuff. I've never been in a, a culture like that, and a schedule that's jam packed with just that. And so, we had a lot of worship, and that's where I encountered the Lord the most.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Was um, we had like the schedule is pretty hectic, but every morning we had two days two days we had an hour of just praying or in worshiping and then the other one we had contending which is like you're praying for specific nation or specific thing or whatever but we had hours a week of just worship which i've never experienced wow and one of the first things that i got set free one free from was like just religion and worship Mm -hmm. and so i wasn't i wasn't scared to anymore I've, i've grown up um in the south in the bible belt so Hmm. lots of not nobody moving in worship nobody reacting to holy spirit holy spirit isn't on display almost at all in a lot of my experience and so going to that and knowing like i grew up being the only person with holy spirit um emphasis Mm -hmm. i would say and i was the only one in high school i didn't have like a lot of I never had community my age who has the same theology or same belief or even same devotion. I you guess. know me either. so <laughs> right there with you, man. <laughs> but um, it was it was a, super drastic. So I went, and we had worship all the time, and people had deliverance straight up, like it's shaking, so cool. crying, and it was where I encountered the Lord the most, and I've. Do you have something?
0: No, I do, but keep talking. Yeah,
1: I was, um, oh my gosh, I lost my train of thought. It's so where you had deliverance, encounter, yeah. shaking and crying. Shaking crying. So I like, like I said, grew up knowing Holy Spirit, being the only one. And so if I had to say what it was, it was solidifying that I know Holy Spirit, mm. like I do. I can hear him. I know how to hear him. Mm-hmm. But it was really building on that. And so worship is when the Lord spoke to me. And he told me the truth about who I am and Mm -hmm. what he thought about me and the truth of the gospel, and that's what set me free from a lot of, like I said, the cycles that I was in. And so, I felt joy. Like (laughs) the Lord gave me like moments of joy and worship, and just the environment I was in and seeing, like knowing my purpose, knowing what the Lord says about me, which is that I'm chosen Mm -hmm. and I'm loved and I'm a daughter and that I was worth dying for and And that He knows me to everyone. Yeah, and that's literally the gospel and it's just so powerful and that's what really just set me up for outreach was going through these freedoms realizing the enemy's lies that Mm -hmm. I was believing repenting for it turning from it and like switching switching narratives so before
0: you move on can I just ask you something about like the Holy Spirit and I think for me in my case like the Holy Spirit is something that um, a lot of people feel uncomfortable with and it is sometimes uncomfortable Mm -hmm. but Why do you think that um, it's, like, okay to worship, like, you know, and that it's okay to bring in the Holy Spirit? Like, how do you know that's not, like, like, a lot of people say, like, oh, that's not biblical, that Mm -hmm. isn't from the Bible, like, that isn't what we're supposed to do, or some people, like... like the
1: idea of being a cessationist? No,
0: no, no, just being,
1: like, bring in, like,
0: the Holy Spirit, like, when you're worshiping and, like, being free. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because I feel like, especially, like, you said you grew up in the Bible, but it's very just, like, no one encounters that, and so... Because I just feel like in my past, like, I've talked to people, like, try to have conversations about, like, you know, bringing the Holy Spirit in that um, area of their life in mm-hmm. worship. And either they know a little bit of it or they think, like, it's wrong or they yeah. think it's, like, a cult or something <laughs> weird, you know? Yeah. So I just want I want to hear your things. And, like, I know you had a couple of verses and just, like, standing on that.
1: Yeah. Of, of like, so, the truth of that
0: and, like, knowing, like, you, knew, you know that comes from the Bible. Like, you know that's right. Like, that yeah. isn't something that's...
1: Fake or false. Yeah. So, you know,
0: anyway, sorry. Keep going. Yeah,
1: so first and foremost, biblical. Read the Bible and read the verses. Well, not like...
0: <laughs> that was not like study that. Study. Not like <laughs> calling you out.
1: But, like, when you read the Bible, it says, it is, Jesus said straight up, it is better for me to go because I will give you the helper. Mm. And so once I put my blood on the mercy seat, I will be gone and I will send someone to you. And it's the Holy Spirit. And all of Acts, or not all of Acts, but Acts and reading about what it, the power of it. Um, so just off that, I'm like, I trust. I trust the Bible, and I trust that it is better for me to know Holy Spirit than it would be for, like, Jesus to be sitting there right next to me. And um, I don't actually know exactly which verses it was, but it's in, I'm sure, the Gospels and Acts slash Romans. But it really is, like... I believe that he said it's better and I've grown up knowing it like I don't I can't imagine going through life without Holy Spirit Me too. like it's it would be hard and It'd I be understand not that fun either it wouldn't like certainly not
0: it's just fun in the sense of like knowing that there is this freedom of relationship or religion one mm-hmm. but it's a sense of freedom where it's like you can just like let go and worship and just feel yeah. his presence yeah. like f- fully
1: feel the Lord's presence and, and that's yeah like I don't I don't know how I would describe it like in worship if it's Holy Spirit or what but it is the presence of God mm-hmm. and when I hear things I, I still like it's the idea of Trinity I don't get it yeah like it's truth and I believe it but I don't understand like I couldn't pinpoint who's talking to me yeah, yeah which yeah. well I mean I can but like I don't know how it works yeah that's like not for me to know <laughs> hey that's it's okay, not my we're business. all still learning <laughs> yeah <laughs> but The moments where I've had freedom, which was usually in worship, it started in worship, experiencing the love of God, and um, what spurred it on was Holy Spirit. And so I would be in these moments, and he would speak truth to me through the Holy Spirit and say, like, hey, I love you. Hey, um, you're dealing with this, or you're believing this is wrong about me. Let me fix it, and let me fix your viewpoint, and then make it right, which is better for you and better for me. And so, I don't know, I just the freedom of it is like we're supposed to we're supposed to be healthy like I don't know how to describe it it just I don't know it's better that way <laughs> <laughs> the Lord was made to know us and that's part of the Gospels he wanted us like he was in heaven without us without the communion and he said this isn't enough and he had this backup plan to rese- or reconnect humanity with him and it was christ and then holy spirit mm. and i'm like i have to know him mm. and if that's the way he speaks i'll do it <laughs> and i'll learn what it means to hear the holy spirit and i think it comes it just is natural i think which is yeah. kind of weird to say but like if you are supposed to be changed by the gospel and being a christian how are you supposed to do that unless you're being told and how are you supposed to be told
0: that's good um can i ask you about how you hear his voice and yeah. like, is it like a a sound, or is it just mm. like this thought? Like, how do you depict that? Oh, I, we good. could go so into this; we <laughs> might have to
1: come back sometime. But like, yeah. just a little bit. Yeah. For me, it was because it's different for everyone. I've it, said this in the podcast is, before, but yeah, it is my brother. Like, I've only known two people who's ever heard the audible voice of God. I think mm-hmm. that's rare. <laughs> More so, but I hear the Lord through like what they call the silent still silent voice i literally just read it today it's like quiet little voice little whisper um i can in the instance of like holy spirit telling me to do something or like do something scary or like go pray for someone or like if you have a thought and immediately you're like have 10 reasons why you shouldn't go do something it's probably the Holy Spirit, like oh I should go read my Bible right now, and it's just a thought in my head, and it's not necessary. It's not like a voice. It's mm. not super distinct. Um. But if immediately I'm like no, well I want to do this. No, no, no. I'm like oh, I should probably do that and listen to it because the spirit is the exact opposite of the flesh, mm. and so um, things that are good for your spirit, which is good for your relationship with Christ, is obviously not good for your flesh. And you'll immediately not want to do any of it. Hmm. And, That's good. Um, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> yeah, no. but I know. But one of the biggest things was learning, like, the difference between my thoughts, thoughts that aren't mine, and just, like, like intrusive thoughts or something like that, and the voice of the Holy Spirit. And I would just say, like, you, what are the fruits of it? You have to look at the fruit of it. And... Um, Is it, because nothing God says will ever not bring, it won't bring negative things. Like, I can't think of the specific words, but if it, fear necessarily, isn't necessarily the best, like, adjective to go on, Mm -hmm. but um, is it kind, is it good, does it produce righteousness, does Mm -hmm. it produce all these things? And um, usually it does, and if you're, like, scared of it, that's not necessarily, like, wrong response I think that's just your flesh Mm -hmm. but I would say it's like discerning because I think the most the majority of it is literally just an a thought in your head a random thing or like a feeling or randomly you want to do something or I don't know that's good kind of like
0: that yeah all right so continuing on to your going and outreaching in these (laughs) countries yeah Wow. wow saying that is a lot like you don't hear that every day
1: it was a lot they had a lot towards the end of it end of lecture phase they started being super specific about what the lectures were on so there was i mean i could talk forever if i wanted to go in detail about everything but like finding out it was so hype. there were some moments of finding out the options of the places you could go and then they said you have 24 hours and you have to submit where you think you're going to go, like your top three. And then I did that. Mine was Turkey, like Kyrgy- Kyrgyzstan, and somewhere else. I don't remember. Israel? I mm-hmm. did not I didn't know Israel was a choice. Okay. They didn't tell anybody. They just put Turkey, and they knew that there were going to be two Turkey teams, and they would just pray which one should go to Israel as well. Oh, wow. And so I didn't know. So you went to Israel? Yeah. And that was the team? Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. It was, it was so fun. That's amazing. Yeah. It was so fun. Um, but... Yeah, then, then you find out where you're going, and then you find out your team after you, like, it was, they, like, hyped it up so much, like, outreach reveal and then team reveal yeah. and when you're going and stuff like all this. And um, you they get specific about who you're reaching. So, like, unreached people groups, I can't remember, I can't remember the names of them. Like, mine was Muslims. Mm-hmm. I'm going to a country that's, like, 94 million people. I, don't count me on these words wow. or this, these statistics. But, like, only 10,000 people, I think, were Christians and 94 million people. And, like, <laughs> like that is full Muslim. It's not anything I've ever been used to. And so they get specific about training. And so then they had, like, wow. you split up the school because a lot of people were going to, like, the middle of the jungle. And um, then just, like, America. Like, there's America teams and how to evangelize to regular college students mm-hmm. like us. And so we had a lot of that, and um, like be learning to be conscious of culture and like study maybe a little bit about where you're going because you don't want to offend some people. And that was really interesting to learn about all the different types of culture, cultural aspects that I've never even thought of. In these specific places, because all of us were learning about our own country. And so it would be like, Did you know you can't put your feet out in this country? Or, like, if you want to wave to someone, you have to do it a certain way. Yeah. And we were all learning about these, just like super weird well, not weird, it's the wrong word, but just way different than what yeah. any of us have ever been to. And so um, I went to Turkey for two months and Israel for one month after. A few weeks of super specific lecture and oh my gosh (laughs) it was it was so fun I think back on it it was really hard in the moment and um one of the things that they actually like told you to be wary of was comparison Hmm. and they're like that's not like you can't think about it because you make a lot of really good friends Mm -hmm. uh there and then you usually get split up and so a lot of my friends were going to crazy places and kind of the opposite. So I was going where it's, specifically my, the place that I went, there was a um, teacher who said, just like randomly pulled, he was talking about don't compare, and he randomly pulled a Middle Eastern country and it was Turkey. And he was like, yeah, last year we had one salvation in Turkey, the whole thing, hmm. compared to the other people in the Philippines who saw how many, and he was like, and he was just preaching on the be wary of it. And then the exact thing happened. I was there and I was calling my friends. Like, it's, it's hard to make the time to be able to catch with friends all around the world. And when I did, like, obviously, you want to tell about your missions. And so I would hear often like, oh, yeah, we just saw 500 salvations last week. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I've been here for two months and I've seen three. And none of it has been like, it's been like people in the church that mm-hmm. we're connected to. And it was, um, it was weird to be like thinking that. And so that was something about our reach that was super, I remember it was tough. But then the Lord, I was just thinking like we had prayer set after prayer set, praying for Turkey and Turkey. And like the Lord really imparted his heart for the nation over our team, specifically one of my leaders. Like he's, he's one of the dudes, he's wants to move to Turkey. Like he's called to evangelize and be in Turkey and um, seeing that, and then also just the Lord imparting his heart for Turkey. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't, not in a bad way, but like, I don't care. I am i have to pray and I have to intercede for this nation. And I can't be caught up on what it looks like on the outside of how many s- salvations we have. I know there are people who have never heard the name Jesus who could, anything, that any interaction with any of my team, any prayer could be them and they could have a man in light show up in their dreams. Mm-hmm. Or they could, um, one of our biggest prayers was that, cause it was hard to like literally go up to people 24 seven and say, <laughs> like, hey, I'm new here. Do you wanna get coffee? And mm-hmm. like, cause they're, you have to kind of form a relationship before you just straight up preach the gospel. <laughs> cause it was illegal. Yeah. Oh <laughs> well. And. um Hello <laughs> It was, it was, we prayed that people would see something about us that was different and be curious because like not in a way of like it's not worth our time to go up to anybody but like the lord has specific people that he knows are willing and has willing hearts so let lead us to them let us preach the gospel to them so we prayed often for us to look different or people to see a difference or see a light in us and it happened all the time and it was super like it's a hard outreach, everyone says says that when they get back, it's like, it's tough. And, um, I mean, outreach, they, it's like, if you wanna grow as a person, go on outreach. It really is stretching. Um, that's what they, that's the word that they said. But really, like, once like, you get comparison out of the, your head, you get so thankful for, first of all, being able, like the Lord using you in such a way. Like, I think I still have the heart for Turkey. It's not like as super as intense as it was, but like, it doesn't matter. Like I got to see people when the, the speaker said seeing one salvation was like a lot comparatively mm. to we saw nine the whole time. And That's it wasn't it. necessarily always us, but it was seeing still, the spirit yeah, move yeah. in Turkey and like knowing it's we so get to be good. part of it and he's still doing it without us like we're not that important and um you just place the seed yeah seriously and you never like i don't know the mystery of the gospel and god is so big it doesn't he can plant seeds that i would never even consider could have been a seed um there we have a few testimonies of people coming up to us and it was answered prayer of would they see something different and a dude came up to us after we had a um we were sitting in this coffee shop for like four hours Mm. because that's what the Lord told us to do that day was all go to the coffee shop and hang out and have a little Bible study and some dude came up to us at the end of it and he said, whatever you are, I am and we said, what? he's like, whatever you are, I want to be Mm -hmm. and we're like, what? and he's like, he said, good vibes and we're like, (laughs) oh, I think you mean the Holy Spirit (laughs) and so it's super like girls versus guys split and so um, my male leader and then all the dudes on the team like, went up and talked to him. And he gave his life to Christ That's because amazing. he saw something different in us. That's so cool. And I was like, oh, my gosh, just enter prayer. It doesn't even matter. Like, I don't know. It was super – it was humbling. Humbling. Yeah. And it so solidified the power of the Holy Spirit. That's annoying. the Lord's moving in the nations. I freaking yeah. love it.
0: Wow. That, your story is just so good. <laughs> um, thanks. I just love that everything you said, and thank you for coming on oh,
1: thanks for having me and it's fun to talk about Thank yeah you God.
0: should come back and talk more we could do like a wham episode part two
1: <laughs> and i, I can like be specific
0: about you can talk more of like the in-depth stories mm-hmm. we'll, see. we'll see but right now i'm just glad you just got the word out of it and just mm-hmm. because i feel like this is happening to people all over like people are experiencing once the benefits of ywam and to the effects of it in other nations and in america like you said um, and i just yeah. love that and i just just really wanted to spread that and show people what that is and how amazing yeah. it is and yeah. not even just why there's so many other opportunities just to go and disciple and to go and like yeah. spread the gospel literally partnering in your with college yeah, in any way yeah literally yeah. like on campus like i bet you've done the same thing like now that you're back like going back to college like yeah. in every day just normal life yeah. like i bet it's like Kind of like a, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, you were on that spiritual high and now you're like mm-hmm. back to reality, but it's like, no, you're still like going. Like you said, you literally just told your story mm-hmm. and spread the gospel in your public speaking class. Like that's insane.
1: That's amazing. I'm so glad I got to. I was scared to do it and then I did it. I'm hey,
0: sorry. you did it. So yeah, I just love I'm that. Sure. And like anyone that's listening can do the same thing. Like in your, if you're in like a living situation that, like, people need to be loved on, go love on them if you need, Mm -hmm. you know, like, in your classrooms, like you said, in your classroom, anywhere.
1: Yeah, and it's not always straight preaching the gospel. It's just loving on people. It's loving on people. People need it.
0: Yeah, that's true. And the people that even, that you see are, like, always giving the love. Like, they need that, too. Yeah. You know, like, it's all, it's, it's everyone. Mm -hmm. Like, you never know what's going on in people's lives, like, on the, on the other side. That's true. Of it, but... Yeah, well, can you close us out in prayer?
1: Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, Holy Spirit, I thank you for who you are and the truth of the gospel and the fact that you are redeemer and you died for our sins and that you love us and that you grant us freedom. So I ask anybody listening that they would just have their hearts open and softened to what you're doing and that they would, you would just come in power and encounter them mm-hmm. and that the truth of the gospel would be start setting people free or continuing to set people free and that you are a good almighty god and that if there's one thing that we would leave with this is that you love us Mm -hmm. and that um you're the best (laughs) at it you do it so well and so i just thank you for olivia and what she's doing and that this podcast is amazing and talking about you jesus is the best (laughs) um so yeah in jesus name
0: Mm. Amen. Well, thank you. Thank this you. Was so fun. They're and so thanks for for listening. And we'll see you next week. And if you really like this, like, there's a little five star thing. I don't even care about the <laughs> raining. Like, I don't care at all. Like, even if you're my friends, like, please text me if you want to hear Bonnie's story more because I think it would be so cool to have like a part two. And even if no one texts me, you're still doing it. <laughs> so I'll come over. Keep clear right five, five star. Yeah. All right. Well, I love you guys. See you next week. Bye. <laughs>